It's the Afternoon Cruise. I'm chatting with Bruce Henry. This Saturday, he takes the stage of the Dakota to present Watch That Star, a music celebration of the African-American journey. Bruce, thank you so much for joining Jazz 88, and thanks for bringing this show to the Dakota on Saturday. Oh, it's so great to be with you, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Bruce, in the summer of last year, and you came into Jazz 88 and we were chatting, you were celebrating 50 years in music. How is year 51 treating you? <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. Like I say, you know, it's so amazing to be, I'm just as excited as, as the beginning of this journey about, you know, upcoming projects and events and the possibility to grow. I'm just as excited as the beginning. It, it, it comes through loud and clear whether you're chatting on an interview or whether you're on stage, and that, that passion is a beautiful thing. Now, you definitely do a lot of music, which is primarily representing yourself and the music of Bruce Henry. But for a show like this, you're telling a much bigger story. You're celebrating the African-American journey. At what point in the process does that sort of the gravity of doing that as opposed to just communicating your journey or your soul but something larger at what point does that become a different path and how does it impact how you prepare for the show lines have, have always been blurred for me mm -hmm. and and one of the reasons i love doing shows like this like at the uh taste of minnesota and jazz festival i've been doing my history programs and more in clubs in chicago the lines have always been blurred for me i've always equally loved always equally loved uh, history. So even in my uh, sets, they were informed by my love of history, mm. you know? And so what I've uh, been barking upon like now is just coming right out with the history so that the lines aren't so blurred. That's who I am. I've always simultaneously uh, cultivated this love of history and the love of the music, music history. So now I'm just bringing them in both together instead of being separate words, worlds, I'm bringing them in together in one spot. This would have been called a corn ditty. And my ancestors would have got together in a circle and they would have been dancing around this circle to this song right here, a folk song. It's called Yo, Jump That Broom. Jump that broom, come on, jump that broom. I know my day is coming soon. Now, as a student of music, I imagine you probably picked up a lot of, of the music that you're celebrating, a lot of the journey that you're celebrating. As a fan, as a, as a youngster learning how to play, how to perform, as you started to really endeavor to make this uh, a part of your professional offerings and something you did on stage, did you have some element of blind spots where you said, okay, as a vocalist, I never really dug into bebop, but now I got to understand it so I can, you know, present it properly, or I, I never really checked out ragtime in the proper way. Did you have blind spots in sort of the African-American musical offerings that you had to sort of school yourself on to make sure you represented them properly? Uh, no, just every day. Mm. Yes, I have blind spots every day, and that's a beautiful thing. It's like the quest for learning. So, I mean, when I first started out, I, the only, only thing I knew when I first started out was uh, I, I was a student of history, you know, simultaneously. As long as I can remember singing, that's how long I can remember history. And all kinds of history, Roman military history, uh, militaries, any any kind of history. I just was sponge for it. So, you know, and then I studied uh, uh, Italian opera, you know, based on Western European music practices. I studied that at an early age, too. So that set up all along the way this hunger and the desire. Well, what's different about this music? They're doing, and then, okay, there are all, all forms of this music. So I've had that hunger to learn, 
always learning something new and a new style of music. Once I hear about it, <laughs> I have to learn it. And then once I hear about it, I can't believe that I can't perform it. Oh, man. To, what, a, what an insatiable spirit and, and how much do we benefit from it uh, for a show like Watch That Star. So now what's, what's special about this offering? We're in Black History Month. Is that part of the push for doing it right now or to just line up calendar-wise? Or what's going to be new for folks who have seen Bruce Henry before about what you're doing on Saturday? The impetus for this show is, is Black History Month. Uh, what would be new about it is what you mentioned before. I'm always learning, and I and and, and I've learned so much. And it's such a, a wide, you know, it's 400 years of Black music history that do different songs every show. And so it's just me, people who've seen it before. I'm constantly trying to refine my vision. And being able to present that in this space and time with these performers in this space, just trying to get better at it, trying to incorporate what I've learned about history, what I've learned about music. So each time is hopefully a refinement, as well as some new songs. I'm chatting with Bruce Henry. He's performing Watch That Star, a musical celebration of the African-American journey. It's going down at the Dakota on Saturday night. Uh, Bruce, I reviewed uh, some of your performance at the Taste of Minnesota from this summer, and you had a, a lovely introduction to the band jumping into a bebop uh, piece. And you said that the act of black musicians in the 1940s standing up on stage in a suit and doing art for art's sake was at that time an act of revolution because this, this was music that was to be studied, to be revered, but maybe not to be danced to in quite in the same way. So I want to ask you, what do you think is an act of revolution for a black musician today? Something that, that would be as revolutionary as, as bebop was. What can you imagine in, in line with that level of revolution happening in 2024, 2025? Mm, very, very, very good question. I mean, there are many people who, who are fans of hip hop would say that hip hop has, has charted that path already. Mm-hmm. But every time, you know, so so I would say the continuation of performing hip hop music. I said an act of revolution today. And there are always people who are doing this, like Kamazi Washington, Kamazi Washington, people like that, who are trying to break through the barriers of what is it. I'm going to stick to jazz for a second, okay? Uh, what is jazz? I mean, there's over the last few decades been this conformity, educational areas um, about what is, what isn't. And just being able to break through that because somehow, you know, someone would need to break through to bring back audiences to jazz. So audiences, for example, how does jazz reach dancers like it did for decades without, you know, compromising its, its art? How does it do that? That to me would be revolutionary. How to get the average person back into jazz. Who can do that? And and who is that person? Uh, who is combining uh, elements of hip hop? I mean, sometimes we jazz musicians we dismiss hip hop, but we dismiss hip hop. But hip hop has been the been the major form of music for like thirty years. So how does jazz reach these elements in these crowds? That would be revolutionary to me. I'm with you on that, Bruce Henry, and I'm with you on this whole thing. And one of the reasons I'm really with you, and this is just, this probably won't end up as a question, just mainly a compliment. There's a lot of people who know their history, and it does, you don't necessarily want to spend an hour and a half with them on stage. I'm not taking away from what they do and how they write and how they mm-hmm. present, but you are somebody who is absolutely compelling 
behind that microphone with your spirit as a vocalist and somebody who also has really done the work behind the scenes to know how to curate something bigger than just your moment as a singer, which is, is not, nothing to sneeze at as a singer, but you're, you're making a bigger uh, presentation. And you are a lot to fit into one package, my friend, and it is a beautiful thing that you do it in the service of uh, the musical celebration of the African-American journey. I think it's just a, a great thing that you're doing, and I so appreciate you making this a part of your offerings. Oh, and I, I so appreciate this platform you're providing me to talk about it. And I mean, me from a personal standpoint, it's, you know, I've always been so eclectic in this town. You know, I mean, it's, it's weird talking about yourself, but I, you know, I was one of the uh, pioneer black band leaders in weddings and and parties and and i remember i was on the forefront of that of being a, a guy who who did that as a black band leader i mean i've been around a long time and i've been i've done avant-garde jazz with julius Hemphill and klezmer music etc etc so even my fans or you know it was even part of the minneapolis sound there for a while r&b and funk so people who know me they don't know the whole picture of what i have done and what i've strived to do but that's the reason I love doing these programs, because the one thing has been consistent for me, which my audiences may not know, that from back when I was the uh, music director of the African American Culture Center in the mid-70s, this idea of of uh, being a cultural archivist of black music has always been who I If you saw me doing a Gershwin show, <laughs> you know, some people think that's, that was me, a balladeer, a romantic balladeer. That's true. That is part of me. But I've always had this drum beat of African American music and African American music history always. So I so I'm glad I get in formats and forums like KBM, like um the Dakota. I get a chance to show my audiences that this is what's been in my heartbeat for a long time. So I'm very grateful for those opportunities. We'll hear that drumbeat. We'll hear that heartbeat this Saturday at the Dakota as Bruce Henry celebrates and performs Watch That Star, a musical celebration of the African-American journey. Bruce Henry, safe travels to get back here to Minnesota. We can't wait to see you, and we'll be catching you on Saturday. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, and happy Valentine's Day again. (laughs) Yes, sir. That's Bruce Henry, and he'll be playing this Saturday night over the Dakota in Minneapolis. Oh, cinnamon, where you going?